Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back with Vershawn Jackson on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. with German chocolate cake. Shout out to Mark. For German chocolate cake. DP, I ate your cake. Yeah, By DP, the way, he ate before, it. Before somebody try to come in here, try to rat on me why I'm not here, tell on me by my when I'm not available, I ate the cake. I'll yes, bring you did. another piece tomorrow. So now, there you go, Nick. I, I just wanted to make sure... He let you let the whole everybody in the whole office. Know. I wanted to make sure my behind my, my behind was covered. Cake. I want to make sure everybody, my behind is covered when DP comes in and goes, it's "Who covered. ate my cake?" It's my eating the cake. I'm just saying. I, I've learned. I've I've been here two and a half years, and I've learned not to eat DP's food. Don't eat his candy. I've learned. Well, I haven't yet. It's the captain. It's the ticket. Ninety three point seven. Mike Booker is on the phone. What's up? What's Ooh. up, man? What up, DJ? What's happening? I mean. Man, you still in cake? Matter of fact, now I know. Hey, you remember when we was roommates? I know what they're talking about. <laughs> you no, know, you, you, I used to buy cake, snack cakes, and y'all used to eat my snack cakes. <laughs> hey, wait, well, hey, we all used to buy snack cakes. Highly tuned athletes with cakes in the refrigerator. Well, I know, but yes, a bunch of snack cakes too. And we, we remember, like you said, we would we would pull all our money together at the beginning of the month and go buy a big groceries. We had big groceries. And but in a weekend, it wouldn't even be a weekend. The whole, <laughs> all the covers are bare. All the food gone. We sitting around. Hey, we sitting around there at the uh, training table now. Bro, Coach Coach Osborne. I had a, the chance to interview him yesterday. It was it was awesome. I got like five percent in of what I really wanted to talk about. Well, VJ, when when people talk to you, they feel at home. And so they they get chatty. They start talking a lot, telling everything. And that's that's when you talk to good people and people that know you. You know they got a lot of words to say. So uh, I, you know what? It's funny. Yesterday uh, I was talking to one of the coaches out here, and he was like, "Who is the the best coach you ever played for?" And they said, "Ever." And I was like, "I had to think about it for all of five seconds." I said, "Coach Tom Osborne, without a doubt." And one of the things that he said, he was like, "What? Well, why is one of the reasons?" And one of the things that impacted me with T.O. was that he could get his point across without degrading or swearing at you. Mm. And that's, that's very uh, – and since I'm in coaching right now, that's a, that's a, a rare form right now. You know, and, and still to today, my coaching – you know, when I coach, you know, my, my vocabulary is extensive. So I don't have to, you know, use foul words in order to – let the kids know what I want. And I take that from Tom Osborne. Mm-hmm. You know, I take that from T.O. It's being able to, you know, 
there's a difference. You know, you got to be able to coach, not just yell, coach. And uh, that's one thing I got from T.O. But What are yeah, you doing you know, now? You, you know I'm on the radio at, from 11 and 2. What are you doing? Hey, so I told you I got the greatest job in America. I'm a teacher coach out here in Texas. So I just got finished talking to uh, the coaches, and uh, I'm sitting over here chilling. I'm in my room with my feet up watching the news. Dang. That easy, huh? Well, it ain't easy. You know, the first part of my day, you know, I got these kids in the classroom. So, you know, I, I uh, teach African-American studies, and I teach uh, world geography. So uh, these kids, you know, we got a test this week. So I'm putting it down today. So I'm kicking my feet up right now and enjoying lunch. I'm at lunch. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad you can grace us your presence. Now that we're talking to you, what's your, what's your take about the NIL? Colt Becker wants to know. NIL? What do you mean as far as uh, people getting paid to play? Or Yeah, well, well, here's – yeah, getting paid to play, you know, I mean, what's your take on it? Everything like that. How do I feel about it? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, personally, uh, let's just go back into our era. If it was introduced in our era, I would be in a different tax bracket right now, right? And the only reason I say that um, – the only reason I say that is, is because when we were in the era, even though we were on scholarship, it didn't still fulfill our needs as athletes at the program. Now, a lot of people will say, well, these guys get scholarships. Yeah, that's cool that we get scholarships, but there's only, you know, it goes, we get a, a certain allowance and then we get a, a, you know, we get our school paid for it, which is fantastic, right? But we still have the hurdle of going to class. We have to be there early, leave there late. And, you know, I just thought at that time we could have been appreciated more with some kind of stipend. And, uh, and then, you know, there's a lot of guys, like, there's some guys that didn't play pro ball like I did. So they wasn't financially rewarded. Why didn't you come yeah, back? I had the Why opportunity you, to be financially Booker, rewarded gotta, after football. Booker, go ahead. hold on, hold on. Well, then if you're saying that, why didn't you come back and split some of your salary in the NFL with me? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, oh, I, you, oh, I guess you forgot. Oh, that's right. You did give me a, you gave me a. I got mommy and daddy, and I got everybody else saying, hey, Book, what up? No, Book, I forgot you did give me a small percentage. You gave me a little something, something. Hey, and I'm going to tell you, I I was always a, you know, I always try to pride myself above being somebody that's not materialistic. So when anybody came and asked, uh, you know, for anything, I did my best to help out. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, anybody that knows me knows that I try to do my best. I always didn't make the, the best choices financially, um, but, you know, I try to do my best. So There's there's a couple of jobs in Omaha opening up, by the way. Yeah, I told we already had to talk about this. You know, Well, they're, well, they're hey, opening up. Omaha Burke won. Um, I don't know if Omaha South is opening up or not, but I know Omaha Burke is. Um, and I told Coach Osborne kind of what you you know what we talked about, and I think that's I think you definitely hopefully he'll reach out to you. If not, I'm gonna give you Coach's number. You need to reach mm-hmm. out because he said he listened to our interview. Oh, he did. oh okay yeah, and so he was asking. I think he he must have a bad number on you because he told me he tried to call you a couple times, you didn't respond. And I was like ah, that's just book being book. No, I'm just... no, that's a hey, he probably was... called. You know that was the bad number he called. Yeah, I know. You know that's what I mean. We, you know how we are. We change numbers a lot sometimes, and um, you know sometimes that happens, sometimes it don't. So, but he's looking for you. Well, he ain't got to look for me no more. We gonna get his information, and it'd be my pleasure to sit down and talk to him. Anything he can, you know, let me know. And I'm sure there's a lot that he can he can enlighten on me as as far as me ch- chasing endeavors of 
you know, my coaching career. Yeah. So I'm ready, you know, how it is. It's um, it's but also, you know, let's just go back to this. this is my newfound greatest job ever, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Coaching and teaching, and, and, and my wife, she always sits there, and she's like, Every time you go to work, you're always full of energy and everything like that. I said, babe, I'm at work and everybody is listening to me. <laughs> I was like, there's no, <laughs> there's no better job. You know what I mean? There's no better job being in a classroom and then, you know, enlightened students. You know, I love, you know, one thing about me is that I didn't take care of the, op- I didn't take care of the resources that I had in high school. And uh, looking in hindsight on the resources that these kids got now in high school with the, the technology and you know all the the lesson plans pre pre uh, made for them and all this stuff, it's hard to be in an environment where it's not learning. You know what I mean? Um, so you know I'm learning so much in class. You know what I mean? I'm learning so much in class. I'm learning more things about football. I'm learning things about myself. You know, it's just like it's a, it's like I'm back in high school again. And uh, in which I'm doing everything right, but I got the great. Besides, for your job, I got the greatest job in the world. I know, right? Spring spring ball is among us, mm. is amongst us. And I went to practice. It was it was it was good. When you think about spring practices at Nebraska, what do you think about? Well, first, when I think about spring ball right now, I'm trying to figure out why you didn't say hello to my son, dude. Wait a minute. See, there you go, acting bougie. You're not caring about the younger players. You could have at least said, what's I, up? Literally, I was enamored by practice. Okay. I think I ran into I ran into two I ran into uh Javen on the sideline and I ran into uh um oh gosh, little little uh defensive back or son plays receiver. Baron Miles. And I, I guess I did run receiver. I ran into I ran into little little Lance Brown too. Little Lance Brown there too. Yeah. Oh man, it's like, hey, it's like, uh, you know what? I think that uh, Scott purposely went out and recruited uh, our roommates because Jamel's son was there. Jamel yeah. Williams' son was there. Yeah. Well, what number is he? What number is your son? Well, my, what number is my son? Yeah. Uh, forty-six, forty-three. 43, that's his number. All right, all right. Well, you know, we got we got to figure him out by numbers because. Yeah. He, so, and I, he, I, I guess, I, you know, I was looking, but you know how that goes. Time go by. You, you're not. I'm giving I'll be there tomorrow, though. No, 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 no. I'll be there tomorrow. I got I, 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 got to find him. I got to look him up. Yeah. Oh, so, so back to the question at hand. Back to how, how do I feel about spring ball? I'm going to tell you. Um, I, I'm, oh, I'm excited. I'm excited about spring ball. Um, because I think that uh, I think personally, I think uh, just from what I hear on the news, I haven't talked to anybody, is that I think that we've we've taken a a, a turn for the better, and not saying we were turning uh, in the wrong direction, but I think we're making that we're getting that full turn. I think that we went in there uh, as a as a as a program, um, we aggressively went out and got guys that can contribute and help us now. So I'll be up there and I'll be excited. Um, to be there, um, but overall, I feel good. I mean, I you know, I feel better than I have in uh, a long time. And when I say a long time, every year when the season starts, every year, and that just just tells you how I'm a diehard fan. Every year, I'm thinking national championship because I'm listening to all of these commentators, I'm listening to all of these shows, and I'm listening to everybody say these things. And and what I fail to realize is is that they're not Nebraska fans, so always going to have a good outcome. 
And then I, during the middle of the year, I'm like, okay, maybe. But this year, I truly feel that um, this is a year. I'm not saying it's a national championship year. I don't know what it is. But I am saying it's a year that actually puts us back on the right trajectory to get to uh, a national championship. Yeah, I like how and you I said that. I think it starts spring ball. Yeah, I like how you said that. I'm talking with Michael Booker, a two-time national champ, a former first-round draft pick of the Atlanta Falcons uh, on the ticket on the captain's show. Um, Mike. When I think spring, though, I think collisions. I think uh, we're gonna be drilling. We got. I think here's my chance to earn my spot. I think I gotta compete with everybody out here. Here's the one time in my career, in the year that I can really put myself in position to go into the season in a in a good spot. Right. And. I- yeah, and I'm in agreement with you. And one thing I like to say is, is it's, it's the time to seize opportunities. It's the time to go out there and lay it on the line. You've been practicing. You've been getting together with the guys. And now it's time to turn uh, workouts into schematic schemes and, or where offense and defense. And it's, it's just introduction of the Warriors. So I'm with you. This is the introduction to your talent. The introduction to your talent for the year. And uh, you know, and it's a the time to seize opportunities. So yeah, why we got the same, you know, we got the same uh, vantage point on um, spring ball, mm-hmm. and then it's also a chance to that I look at being older. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot of times for for uh, for fans to come back and rally up the troops, the com- the camaraderie, the solidarity of Huskers. You know, what I mean, it's to me. I think about it since I'm retired and I'm out of it. You know, it's a time where I can get back in fellowship with some of the guys. You know what I mean? Some of the guys I can see that I haven't seen in a while. Um, and it's good that Frost is there because I get an opportunity to talk to Frost. Uh, actually, Frost is actually um, – Frost keeps telling the story to one of my uh, my uh, one of my athletes, uh, Trey Wilson. He's a, he's a four-star that uh, they're actively recruiting. He'll be on a recruit trip up there next week. What position? And uh, he plays uh, DN. Woo! Ooh, he's a good-looking guy too. He's a good-looking guy, this, and I think they need to lay out the red carpet for this guy. What's for this his guy. size? What's the deal with him? What's his size? Where's he from? So he's about six five. Uh, he's he's actually he, he goes to Lake View Centennial where I coach at. He's uh, in the Garland area. Um, the guy's a stud. He, and he's he's remarkable on the field and off the field. I mean, he's a good cat. Um, uh, you know, he's a leader on our team. He's, we have equivalent to what you would call, what we would call, you're familiar with this, the unity council. Okay. So he's on that. He's a, he's a sophomore this year. So he, he has one more year. And I mean, I'm telling you, they're knocking down the doors to get at this guy. Well, he's and a so, sophomore. That would mean he's got two years. I'm sorry. He's a junior. I'm sorry. Oh, he's a junior. My right. first year coaching him, he was a what sophomore. What is his name? So uh, Trey Wilson. Trey Wilson. If you want to look him yep. up, ticket fans, Husker fans, Trey Wilson. Defensive end, that's pretty good, but yeah, we got we got some. We we're we not we're not we don't too. have a plethora of talent out here, but the talent we do got is uh is uh you know it's Texas. So what what might be just average here is probably superstar somewhere else. Oh, stop! But it. uh, you said what? Oh, stop it! <laughs> yeah, ball is all over. Hey, you know I'm a Cali boy, so no. you know that you know where the best athletes come from. You know that Texas. I'm gonna let you say it on air. Say Texas. tell everybody. Texas. Yeah, there you go. See, don't even start that. Now you sound like one of these uh, UT guys out here. You know what? I've seen the most Oklahoma fans in Texas. It's the strangest thing. 
Well, it's right there, the Red River Battle, whatever they yeah, call it. Yeah, but I'm just right saying there. you should be a uh, true burnt orange uh, guy out here, but there's so many. And, and, you know, and it rubs me the wrong way because we have this, you know, I have this UT problem, you know, with our uh, Big 12 championship that we, we didn't we were, we didn't end up successful. So I have, a, I have a problem with them there. And then one guy asked me the other day, he was like, have you ever lost to Oklahoma? You know, I, start, I almost started stopped singing and started swinging. I said, hey, never lose to Oklahoma. I don't even know how that even looks, right? right. So these guys, you know, these Texas fans and these Oklahoma fans be on me. Mm, 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 mm. Um, everything I'm everything trying, bigger in Texas. So, did you know, and I, help me if I'm wrong, but did you know that basically Texas A&M paid almost $30 million for their recruiting class? No, I didn't know that. You didn't know that? I'm trying to figure out. 30 let's get, let's million? Get that's why I'm, I'm, so I'm trying to ask you about that because they paid $30 million for the number one recruiting class in the country. So how do you how do you what do you do against that? Have you ever been to Texas A and M? Well, probably not. But I've no. been up there for uh, a, a, it's it's not these guys care about football. I mean, Texas they care about football. This is what I feel about it. I think that it's going to develop a sooner or later an unfair advantage to football. What it's going to do, and and I'm not I'm not totally against it because, like I said before. You know, some guys aren't going to go to the next level. So get your money now because you are sacrificing your body for games that you need to get as, you know, you don't get, you don't hear a lot of people as they get older, they get better. No, you're at your prime at 22, 23, 24. So don't let, I, and I'm, I'm not with, you know, I just don't like to, I don't want a college to use somebody up. You know what I mean? Because some people go to school to be a doctor. Some people go to school to be a lawyer. Some people go to school to be a football player. And if it doesn't pan out for them, their body is, is messed up. They should have some kind of fa- financial reward for that, in a sense. I mean, and that's just how I look at it because my body is beat up. You know what I mean? My body right now, and luckily I, had, I was, had the opportunity to play on the next level, but, you know, these kids right now, they're going out there and they're, you know, they're laying their bodies on the line. So, yes, if they can get some kind of stipend from some kind of a dealership or something like that, I think it's it's cool. But it gets to a point, to a point it needs to be where the whole team wins. You know what I mean? The whole team wins. Just like I think they did with uh, uh, what was the football game that they had and they were giving stipends to the whole team or something like that they had. So it should be a certain way, but guys should cap out at, I don't know, $20,000 and then it should be just, you know, cypher to the team. Somewhere it should be where it's fair. It shouldn't be a team that is, you know, eventually it turns into the NFL where they're giving guys pretty much signing bonuses, contracts. You know, I think that, I think that's going to take away from uh, the college experience that we do enjoy watching college football because we still know that the guys are playing college football for the love of the game not as if it's a business, not saying that the NFL waters it down. It just takes some love from some collegiate athletes that they're going to lose on the next level. Cause I know I did when they started paying me it, real quick. I understood that uh, this ain't no game no more. See when, and I always giggle when I hear the commentators call it a game. No, nope, it's not a game. It's NFL tough. football is not a game. It's a business. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I don't know if they technically gave up $30 million, but I'm with you. I think you have to – if if you start giving out money, like you give a bunch of money to the quarterback. Let's just say you give a bunch of money to the quarterback. So he should get a portion of that money, 
And then let's say he gets 50% of that money. I think Coach Osborne talked about this yesterday. Mm-hmm. He gets 50% of the money. The other 50% is dispersed amongst the teammates. Sounds great. And whatever, you know, proportion that is per head. Mm-hmm. That's inclusive. Yep. You can't you can't deny that. That makes everybody feel like they're part. You start giving well, one guy a million dollars, bro, that could just be a problem. Problem. Because I can tell you right now, I can tell you right now, there is no there is no Scott Frost without that offensive line. I promise you that. Oh no, one hundred. That's that's just straight facts. Straight facts. Without without the and we had a senior laden line from across the board. I'm talking about from tight end to tight end. To, I mean, you had seniors. You had uh, Eric Anderson, Aaron Taylor, Outland Trophy winner, um, John Zadiska, um, Heskew, who had a who got an additional fifth year or sixth year or whatever that was because of medical. Mm-hmm. Um, you had Hoskinson senior. You had uh, Van Cleve senior. You had I'm missing somebody. Um, uh, Freddie Pollock, senior. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You had a bunch mm-hmm. of seniors on that team that, I mean, it, 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 we had been there for five years. We got our teeth kicked in for two years on scout team. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> By the time you become a senior, after five years of playing football in Nebraska, you better know how to do something well. Right. You know, so he, you're right. He had an offensive line, and that's the one area – that I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid at Nebraska right now, and that's that's offensive line. We have got to make sure that we've got probably – I would like to have 15 guys that can play. Now, can they all play at the same level? Probably not. But can if we got 15 guys that can at least get in a good stance, fire off the ball, act like they know how to zone block, man block, and then, you know, they push the upperclassmen or the older guys – I'd be all right with that, but we don't have that right now, and we got to work to get that. And they got to work. They got they got a job. They got a ways to go. No, and it, and it's and it, yeah, you're right. You know, any foundation of the team, and uh, it starts with the you know starts with the line. Uh, you know, if you're going to build a team, build it uh, inward out. Uh, I say that not to minimize my secondary. You know, I mean, I'm you know I'm I'm secondary first, but anyway, but we understand. Um, yeah, we, we know that mentality. Yeah. Secondary first, secondary first. Yeah. So last line defense. Well, you you'll be up here for the all decades, uh, uh, all player reunion, though, right? At the Rococo from five to eight on Saturday. Yes, I'll be there. Um, I, but I say this, and and I'm, I'm, I'm am I on the team? Yeah. Okay. Good. Oh yeah, I'll be there. Just making sure. <laughs> you know anybody else that's coming? You gotta make sure you let whoever you know. You know, the, I know you only got a couple friends, but Jamel and then whoever else your other friend is, you can let them know to come too. Hey, I'm gonna tell you what I have a lot. I ha, I have a lot of friends, okay? so don't sit down there and say I don't we got a lot of fun. friends. I might not I might not conversate and and, and out as much, um, but I do have a couple friends. I know we need to find like we need to find the Brown brothers. We need to find Mike oh. Brown and Ralph Brown. I was just talking about, you know, it's funny that you say these guys' names, and I think you're in my conversation. I was just talking about Mike Brown the other day, and I was talking about how bad the, the first-year corners come in and they get treated so bad, or at least they presented to treat so bad because I came in, it was Tyrone. Well, so when Tyrone came in, it was uh, Baron Mouse. And then when I came in, when uh, Tyrone was the, the man, it was me. 
And then when I came in, it was Mike Brown. And that first year for cornerbacks, because there's a superstar on the other side, you have to grow up real quick. But, yeah, I would love to see Mike Brown. Uh, I, I mean, Ralph. I would like to see Ralph Brown and Mike Brown, see if we can get them to come down too. Yeah, I that, think, that would be good. Yeah, that would be that'd be amazing. Book, you sticking around or you got to run? Because I'm going to take a quick break. No, nah, man, if you kicking me off, I got another half an hour. All right, perfect. That's cool with you. Perfect, man. It's the captain. It's the ticket. I'm with Mike Booker. 93.7. Be right back. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.